Hi guys, Coach V here, and welcome to another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. I am so grateful that you are here this week. Uh, Thank you for joining me, Uh, whether it's your first time, uh, whether you've been rocking with me since season one, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I hope that you will share this podcast with family, friends, loved ones, co-workers, um, if there's something that you've heard that has had a great impact on you, uh, I would hope that you would share the love with somebody else um, just as you are on your journey, uh, as we are on our journey to being empowered and inspired and transforming our mindsets. We want to share um with others in helping to change their perspective and their outlook. Remember, we are on this journey together, so I'm learning just like you. And so let's share with one another um, so we can be the powerful um, people that we are meant to be here in the earth. Amen. Amen. I hope that you will also check out uh, my website, VanessaOGreen.com, that you'll sign up for um, the blogs that will be coming out every week to keep up with the latest information on master classes and other things that will be taking place in the very near future. Follow me on Facebook at MayNew, LLC, on Instagram at I am made new, and on TikTok. Yes, your girl is on TikTok at CoachB1. Uh, follow, like, share, tag, all of that good stuff that, that everybody likes to say. Um, I just appreciate the support. It's humbling um, and keeps me going in the direction that I am going in. Um, And so we will get started um, with this week's podcast. And we are um, wrapping up season three. I never would have thought when I first started this podcast with labor pains, that was the very first episode, that we would now be here um, in season three, uh, preparing for season four. So I'm very, very excited and grateful to God for the opportunity um, and the platform in which to share um, his word and to, to share encouragement um, with others um, on this journey. Um, And so we are going to be talking about uh, the topic of you are enough on today. Um, I think oftentimes we get so lost in the the day to day um, and we've experienced um, disappointments and and hurt and what we thought somebody was going to think or we thought that they were going to be thrilled with the thing that we did or the thing that we tried to do and we found out that they were not pleased or not you know uh they were disappointed or it didn't you know meet their standard or whatever the case may be um if we're not careful it can lead to these feelings of you know us not being enough as an individual Um, we talked, um, last week, I believe when we were talking about forgiving ourselves, we talked about how, if we're not careful, um, when we 
or offering forgiveness or seeking forgiveness that we can oftentimes feel as if we're being dismissed or that, you know, what we experienced or what we felt is not valid in some type of way or we're ignored or, you know, the, the, the behavior or the attitude is justified in a negative tone for the other person to look good or what have you. But we, if are not careful, can translate that into saying that we are not good enough that we are not important, that what we have to say is not of value, um, that what we've experienced is not important. Um, And so that can translate into all these negative things that we then start to say about ourselves. We internalize it and make it very, very personal. And nothing could be further from the truth when it comes to that. And so we have to learn to always know that we are enough no matter what the circumstance or no matter what the situation is know that we are enough um i know this is a phrase that we have heard as of late you know probably like in the last year or so um, but it's something that we really need to really personalize and internalize and it's the way that we should walk through life um not in arrogance Um, not in a posture of being cocky or, you know, being selfish or self-centered or self-righteous, but just walking in a confidence of knowing that the way that God created us, um, the things that he put on the inside of us, the shape of our nose, the tone of our skin, the, the shape of our eyes, are all very intentional. He wanted us to look the way that we look. He wanted us to be the way that we are. He wanted us to speak the way that we speak. Because he said when he created us, he put our he put his stamp on us. So we're enough. He put our his stamp on us. We have his DNA. So we're good. But we let society's influences and social media and all these kinds of things get in the way. And so they start to taint and dilute and, you know, water down the version of ourselves that God has called us and created us to be, which is such a disservice. And and it's we're saying to God that we don't like your creation. We don't like what you created. We're not pleased with that. You didn't make me the way I wanted you to make me. But we didn't make ourselves. God created us. And so we don't have a say-so in that. We should be grateful for the way that that he created us. And so we go from that perspective. And so, again, this is another um, topic where we're going to get ourselves, you know, redirected. We're going to change the way that we think about this and the way that we talk to ourselves And therefore, then it changes the way that we talk to others. Um, It's the way that we are able to have that positive impact and influence on those that are around us. Um, Those that we are able to speak life and encourage and influence in in a positive way. That's, um, That's what we do this for. We, we acquire this knowledge um, we revel in what we've learned and we, we let it permeate our very hearts and souls and spirits and minds. 
but then we also share it with others so that they can experience the same thing that we're experiencing. That's what life is all about. We don't want to keep all the good news to ourselves. We want others to experience it. This is how we build beautiful relationships and and legacies of um, young men and women walking um, walking in confidence, walking in their God-given authority, walking in their God-given power, um, walking in the gifts and talents and abilities that he has given um, to, to you know, show himself off here in the earth. And so we want to, um, as we are growing, as we are taking the bricks out of the walls that we've built, as we're lightening our load, as we go along, we want to be able to share with others how we're able to do it and walk in such peace and in such joy and in such happiness. And so today, if no one has ever told you or in case you have forgotten, let me be the first to tell you that you are enough. You always have been and you always will be. There is nothing that anyone can say or do to make that change. The only one that can destroy that is you. The only one that that can make the, the opposite be different is if you allow the enemy to sow seeds in your mind of making you feel like you're not enough, you're not pretty enough. You don't have the right shape. You don't have the right credentials. You're not in the right social circles. As long as you are a person that's serving God, you are exactly where you need to be. You have just the right influence because he is the ultimate influencer. So you're always going to be enough. So just rest in that. Okay? So first... You know, every week we talk about some things that maybe lead to us feeling like we're not enough. Um, we always talk about the 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 how did we get here? Um, I like that. We might have to start using that. How did we how did we get to this point? How how did we get to this mindset of feeling like we're not enough or what we do is not good enough? And there are a few things that I um, thought about that I think that we've either experienced one, two, or all three of these things. And there are probably a list of of countless other things, but um, I try to keep it to at least like three or four things in every episode. So the first thing I thought about is we've never been validated by our parents, our significant others, our boss, co-workers, Anybody that we hold in high esteem, sometimes that feeling of not being enough, it starts very early on in life and then it just kind of continues. And so if our parents never said, good job, I'm really proud of you, or you're really doing great, if we never heard those things, we were always in pursuit of that. We would always try to get the best grades, participate in all the activities, win all the awards. Does any of this sound familiar? To be validated, to get that good job, to get that pat on the back, um, to be the one that was noticed, to stand out from everybody else, to get the attention. And so it starts from not experiencing that validation Now, whatever they may have going on as far as our parents and their life, 
you know, that has caused them to be distracted and those types of things. We may as adults find that out or understand it later on in life, but we see where the seeds are sown. We see where these things begin that, that ultimately lead into our adulthood and how we show up in the things and the choices and decisions that we make. Um, I, I watch a lot of documentaries and I watch a lot of things on, you know, people and how, um, their upbringing has led them to a life of crime or, or things like that. I do watch this kind of stuff because it helps me to understand the way people think. It helps me to understand the things that they've internalized that they then, that they then use those things for fuel to have all the things that they didn't have growing up, the attention, the popularity, the money, um, the, 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 the fancy cars and clothes and homes and all that kind of stuff. And it leads them to this life of doing things that are illegal, immoral, unethical, uh, just so they can have all of that. Unfortunately, this is what happens. So when that happens, it's so it, it plants a seed that we then feed for the rest of our life. And so we're now at a point that we're like, you know what, this bush has gotten out of control. Like this thing is caught like caught on like wildfire. It's time to put this out. It's time to kill this. But we have to look at how we got to this point. We got to look at the origins of it. Um, another thing that is because we have not been validated by others, we don't hold ourselves in, in any type of high esteem. We're not taught self-respect. We're not taught to love ourselves. We're not taught to honor ourselves. Um, and so we've kind of, well, I can't even say kind of. What's happened is because we weren't shown and weren't taught like anything that we do, we try to say that it's respect and you better respect me. First of all, if I have to say that you better respect me, there's a problem. Um, a person should earn your respect. It is not to be demanded. It is not to be forced, but it is earned. And so it has to start with with you doing things that are honorable, that are decent, that are, that are, um, admirable, doing things that are, um, that, that are of great integrity. It starts with that. And so when, when we know that we're making um, good choices and good decisions. When we know we're choosing the the harder right over the easier wrong, then we can walk with a level of confidence, knowing that heaven is backing us in these choices and decisions that we're making. Even though it may be difficult, even though it may be lonely, um, just in the natural sense, we know that we're not by ourselves. You know, in the spiritual, because. God sees what we're doing and he's, he will reward our faithfulness to trusting the process and doing the things that are right and pleasing and acceptable to him. And so we have to now um, retrain ourselves. We've got to stop and 
refocus and redirect and 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 reset. And so um, when we don't take the time to do that, the third thing that will happen is we begin to compromise and we begin to settle. We begin to um, completely lose our morals and values. We have no boundaries. We lose sight of the bigger picture. We lose sight of what's wrong because it's easier to give in to what everybody else wants to do because it's easier not thinking about the consequences of the things that might, that may lie ahead or the things that may we may suffer by making this poor choice. Um, we throw all of all, all of that out of the window. We completely abandon all of that stuff. We have no boundaries. We let people talk us into anything and everything. Um, Everything that we know our bodies are screaming, no, this is wrong. Don't do it. We do it anyway. And so um, we, we start to lose sight of those things. We start to lose sight of who God created us to be. And it's easy for it to happen. Um, It's easy to lose sight It's easy to lose focus and direction. It happens to the best of us. We get so consumed with just the day-to-day. We get so consumed with taking care of the needs of everybody else, you know, doing what we need to do at work, being that listening ear, being that compassion and love and, you know, do, you know, just giving until, um, we can't give any more, which we've talked about before, is is not the way that we should be operating to begin with. Um, you know, we, we spend so much time putting ourselves aside um, that we don't take the time to really focus on. We have got to be in a place to where we know that we're enough and that what we have to offer is enough and the relationships that we have, the friendships that we have, there are clear boundaries. There's an understanding. When I think about my own friendships that I have, my circle is very, very small, very small. Um, But there are certain things that are understood and we never do or say anything to make another person feel as if they're less than we validate each other's feelings now we may not always agree but we hear what the person has to say now we will try to steer them in a different direction to help change that mindset and and their behavior but we hold each other in high esteem we respect what one another has to say And we always remind one another that we are more than enough, that we are good mothers, that we are great wives, that we are great friends, that we are great daughters, but we, that we have to, you know, pour into each other just as we have to, you know, allow God to pour into us. We got to make sure that that cup is always full so that we never feel as if we're inadequate or we're not meeting the need as it needs to be met. Sometimes we go overboard trying to make somebody else feel comfortable. And that oftentimes is a mistake that we make that we end up oftentimes feeling very depleted and exhausted by just this one thing because we have tried to 
just go above and beyond and it is still to the dissatisfaction of the person. Think about it. You've been in a relationship like that. You've been in a one-sided relationship like that where it didn't matter what you did. It doesn't matter how high you jumped. It didn't matter what you said, how you said it, how many times you said it. It still was not enough. So therefore, it makes you feel like you're enough. And that is the lie that we are going to stop today. The transformative truth thought for this week is this. I always have and always will be enough. I always have and always will be enough. Period. So as we begin to look at some transformative truths and how do we get out of this? Here's the thing that I really want you to, um, that I really encourage um, you to do is really take the time to just think about things that you maybe have oftentimes said to yourself when you felt inadequate. Think about how many times that you may have said, oh, you're so stupid or you're so slow. Like those little things. Take the time to think about how that really makes you feel. Does it do, does it, does it do something to your heart or to your spirit? And over time, how have just those little phrases, those words, which words are so powerful, words are something that we cannot take back. How has it impacted you over your life? And if it's not your whole life, maybe how has it impacted you just in the last five years? Or are, is there something that you're still holding on to that someone said to you in childhood, as a teenager, as a young adult that has formed a mindset or an attitude, or now there are certain behaviors that you display because of that? Think about that and make a decision today that we're going to change those things. And so here are some things that we're going to do to get back on track. The first thing is never let anyone define you or classify you. First and foremost, never let anyone define you or classify you. You've already been defined and marked and classified by God. The scripture that we're that we're really um, that we're basing all of this on, um, we're going to use 2 Corinthians 12 and 9. But he has said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. My loving kindness and my mercy are more than enough. 
always available regardless of the situation for my power is being perfected and is completed and shows itself most effectively in your weakness. Therefore, I will see all the more gladly boast in my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may completely enfold me and may dwell in me. So here it tells you, you've already been defined and classified by God. His power is being perfected in our weakness. In other words, his strength is made perfect in our weakness. We know that part of the scripture. And so in these moments where we're saying that we're not enough, we're not good enough, we're not smart enough, we're not pretty enough, we're not qualified, all this kind of crazy stuff. God is saying, no, stop it. My grace is sufficient for you. My power is being perfected in your weakness. That's all we need to be reminded of. So it makes it easier for me to use that as my testimony going forward when I can share with others that this was the time that I felt really inept. This was a time that I may have felt really intimidated. I really felt that I was not qualified or prepared to be able to do this particular task or this particular project or this particular assignment, but that God was always faithful that in the places that I was weak, he would show himself strong and he would show himself mighty. I like to think that every week when these podcasts um, are, are going out, that that's exactly what's happening because sometimes I may not have everything that I really want to say or um, I don't, I, I'm not really comfortable with a particular topic. You know, he's given me the topic idea, but as I just begin to trust him and flow and just let him speak through me, it becomes something greater than I could ever have asked or thought or imagined or even try to come up with by myself. And so I always surrender and yield to that to be able to even get through these episodes every week. And God is always faithful to show up. And so I know that I am more than enough because he gave me this assignment. He equipped me and continues to equip me for this assignment. Come on, somebody. And so I know that if he gave me the gift and the talent of being able to write and um, being able to speak, he continues to develop, you know, me in my speaking ability, then I'm enough. He's giving me exactly what I need. And when I need more or greater or something different, God will be sure to activate that and put that into full operation in that due time, in that due season, in the moment that it is needed, but not a second before, but he will be right on time. And so I never, uh, allow anyone to define or classify me. Sometimes people do that based on their own insecurities, their own fears, their own doubts, their own jealousy, their own envy of what they see you doing and how you're operating and not knowing that there are certain things that you are doing to flow in that gift or to flow in the way that you're flowing. And so they try to cover it up as if they are such in such control and in such command of themselves, but really they are not because of the way that if you are seeking God, you will see, he will give you the spiritual uh, awareness to see that what they are 
uh, trying to portray is not actually that thing, that you are enough according to God. Because if you are really seeking God and desiring to be in tune with God, he will let you know when you are a little bit off course. He will let you know when you're faltering. He will let you know when you don't quite, um, you know, are not quite grasping what he wants you to grasp in a situation. He allows you to see what you need to see. He will tell you what it is that you really need to hear and what they're saying. They're saying it this way, but this is what they really mean. So then you learn not to take it personally. You learn not to be defined by their statements or comments. You do not allow them to classify you and make you feel that you were less than. It's always going to be based on their insecurities or their shortcomings or because they wish that they were in the position that you were in. So they try to do or say something to tear you down and make you feel inferior. The devil is a lie. We're not doing that. And so if we hold on to that, it will only hold us back and hold us down. And you'll end up trying to live up to an expectation that that you'll never meet. So never let anyone define you or classify you. The second thing is to get clear on who you are, what you believe, what your morals, values, and standards are. And that is staying connected to the word of God first and foremost. Because if you are staying connected to the word of God, then you will always be reminded of what his word says about you. He says that we are above and not beneath. We are the head and not the tail. He tells us who we are that we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus, that we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength, that greater is he that is in us than that that is in the world. We have all these affirmations. We have all these confirmations just in those few scriptures. So do not be afraid to stand up and stand out. That is what we are supposed to do. We are never to dumb it down, water it down, make it comfortable for others. If it makes them uncomfortable, then that means they need to step their game up. So get clear on who you are, get clear on whose you are, and that is the confidence that you walk in. The last thing is that you have to stop speaking and acting in fear and in an inferiority. You got to stop walking around with that inferiority complex. No more fear, no more inferiority. Those are not things of God and that is not going to get you uh, any further. You'll stay stuck in this pattern of stagnancy. You just kind of be, you know, circling, you know, circling the airport waiting to land but you're, you're walking and operating in this fear and in this inferiority, always like you are less than. So if you have to write a list of affirmations, write them and recite them every day as you're brushing your teeth, before you go to bed at night, as you're getting dressed, while you're driving to work, on your lunch break, go to your car, take some deep breaths, recite those affirmations, get some Bible verses. 
and recite those Bible verses to yourself to remind yourself of who you are. You got to have that positive self-talk. My pastor calls it survival monologues. You got to talk to yourself. There's even a song that says sometimes you have to encourage yourself. Sometimes you got to speak life to yourself. You can't wait for somebody else to do it for you. In that moment, it's you and God. You got to get that together. And so you got to stop speaking and acting in fear and in inferiority. We can no longer afford to do that. And so whatever it is that you have to do to get out of that mindset, to empower yourself, to to inspire yourself so that you can transform that mindset, shift or change that mindset, that's what you have to do. If you need to listen to this podcast again, then you do what you got to do. But we've got to stop speaking and acting in fear and in inferiority. We cannot do that any longer. The last thing I want to leave you with is this. You contribute greatly to what people see and hear and what they think, you know, their their perception. And so we want to always make sure that... Um, what we leave people with is always something positive. Not that it matters what people think we can't get so wrapped up in the opinions of others, but what we do get wrapped up in is making sure that we are allowing God's light to shine and that people know that when they leave our presence, when we leave a room, that they have definitely been with God. And God is letting them know through that experience, through that encounter with us, that they are more than enough. And that if 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 she can walk in the confidence of knowing that God loves her, um, then surely he loves me too. And so I can hold my head up a little bit higher. I can speak with um, a little more authority. I can operate in the power that God has given me. You are enough. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of Transform to Talk with Coach V. I hope that you will join me again next week for another episode of transformative talk as a matter of fact um it will be the season three finale of the podcast and so i hope that you will join me uh for our season finale our season three finale of transformative talk with coach v um and that you will check out my website vanessaogreen.com that you will follow me on facebook made new llc made new comma llc instagram at i am made new tiktok at coach v1 uh like and share i would love to hear from you coach v1 at yahoo.com if you have questions comments if there are topics that you would like to be um like to hear be discussed on this podcast. I would love to hear from you guys. But until next week, remember, today is a great day to be made new. And I am always, always rooting for you. Until next time.